I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, I bring to you the story of how pandemics shaped Bangalore, the locality of Basavanagudi, and how to best enjoy a walk around it. I have the honor to request that the government will be pleased to place a sum of rupees two lakh fifty thousand. at the credit of the deputy commissioner bangalore district for the acquisition of lands required for city extension and improvement this letter dated 4th october 1898 by vp madhava rao to the secretary of government of mysore may seem like an ordinary letter in the typical labored english which became emblematic of all government applications however this was a letter written with a certain amount of urgency vp madhava rao was the plague commissioner of mysore One often missed aspect of Bangalore's history is how it has been shaped by three unique but rather deadly forces. First, the British departure from Sri Ranga Patna near Mysore to Bangalore was largely driven to avoid mosquitoes. The second was Vibrio cholerae, the bacterium that caused cholera. The third and the most potent city shaper was the most dreaded, Yersinia pestis, the bacterium that causes bubonic plague. The first officially recorded case of bubonic plague in India was in Bombay in 1896. From there it rapidly advanced down south, tripping through Pune, Belgaum, Sholapur and then Hubli before finally reaching Bangalore in 1897. The introduction of the railways moved people across the country and with it the plague. A regular scene at the Yashwantpur and cantonment stations would have the police and railway officials looking to spot possible cases. One way was to look at the skin and under the armpits. If the officers deemed a person infected, they were quarantined. These quarantines were pretty strict, so much so that even the royal family of Mysore was once quarantined in the Jagmohan Palace. Despite the best efforts of the ruling classes, the plague hit Bangalore hard. In six months, several thousand people lost their lives. The impact was felt far and wide. In the Kannada literary masterpiece Samskara, a right for a dead man, the writer U R Anantamurthy. speaks about a brahmin complaining about a heretic's death he says alive naranappa was an enemy dead he was a preventer of meals as a corpse a problem a nuisance they succinctly captured the caste dynamics of the times but the most profound change happened in policy making as the government finally decided to decongest the city and thereby the city started expanding with two new areas being created the first one was south of the existing city specifically chamrajpet it was named after the old temple at one end of the extension that was dedicated to basava or nandi the bull who is regarded as shiva's mount and thus basavanagudi was born it was divided into rectangular plots with roads running north south and east west it had clearly divided areas for different people near the current day dodda basavana temple was the area reserved for brahmins diametrically opposite to them separated by a large public square was the area reserved for muslims the northern parts were reserved for lingayats naidus and pillais whereas the south 
was demarcated for a whole host of communities, from the Marathas to the Rajputs to the Shudras. Caste and religion-based segregation was the reality of India over 200 years ago, as much as it is today. If you happen to visit Basavanagudi today, you could still see many of these segregations. But the plague also shaped the architecture of the locality. In the late 1800s, the causes of the plague were not well understood and it was thought to be caused by a lack of ventilation and light. It was only in the 1890s that the bacterium-causing plague was found in rats and only in 1908 was the link between rats and plague firmly established. And this impacted how Basavanagudi was built since the idea was to have adequate ventilation and open spaces. If you visit Chamrajpet, which is a little up north, the older houses still have common walls with their neighbours. For Basavanagudi, the plague-induced horrors meant that the houses were constructed in rows, giving space between them for ventilation. Such was the impact of the plague that even today you could visit the Plague Maramma Temple located in Thyagarajanagar. It is dedicated to Plague Amma and locals once believed that praying here would spare them the plague. The locality is a great example of how the past and present connect. The bull temple after which it has been named has a rather colourful legend. One day, an irate farmer chased a marauding bull which had been destroying the groundnut crops. He struck the bull and to his surprise, it turned into stone. It dawned upon him that the bull must be a divine manifestation and decided to build a temple to it. Imagine his surprise when he saw the bull was growing in size. The farmer pleaded to Lord Shiva who told him he would find a trident in the ground nearby which must then be placed on the bull's head. This he did and the bull finally stopped growing. A tradition arose of offering the bull the first groundnut harvest. Kadalekai Parishe, the groundnut fair, is still held near the temple during November and December. But there is an even more interesting connection to the present. If you visit the Gandhi Bazaar, you could find yourself in Srinivasa condiments, more popularly known as Subama Angadi, which is well known for its spicy, salty peanut snack called Congress Peanuts. Yes, you heard that right. Congress Peanuts. The story goes that in the pre-independence era, the Congress party workers would write important party information on small sheets of paper that would be hidden in boxes and sacks of peanuts so that hidden from the British, they could get the information from one place to another. This is how the name Congress came to be associated with the peanuts. Whatever your political leanings, I highly recommend you try them out. Either as a soft masala bun, the khara bun Congress, or as a spicy snack, the Congress masala. From plague to peanuts, the history of our backyards needs a neat peeling just like the peanuts do. So once this pandemic is behind us, pick up a bag of peanuts and walk down the alleys of Basamanagudi. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YV Travel 42 on Instagram. 